Hey, welcome back to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast. I'm Jonathan here in Melbourne, Australia, and I just pray that the Lord of hosts would just give me insight and revelation, uh, that he would stand beside me and burn, that you would be able to receive the kingdom today and impartation. I am just enamored and amazed at the fact that God has made us in his image. And I just want to talk about that for a moment, really just a few minutes. And I ask you to come as a little child to God and come in faith and really try to understand the fact that when you look in the mirror, you see a copy of God. I'll just read you a few scriptures that might help you to begin to understand this. So this is the first one. Genesis 3:22 The man God said the man has now become like one of us knowing good and evil. He must not be allowed to reach out his hand and take also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. Let me just read that first part again. The man, God said, the man has now become like one of us. You know, how close did God make Adam and Eve so that so that he would be saying to himself that God would call an emergency meeting in the situation room and say to himself, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit would gather together an emergency meeting and say, man has eaten of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, that we told them not to eat. And they have become like us. Now, I'll, I'll read another, another passage here. When, skipping forward, you know, six or seven chapters... In Genesis 11, it says, And the Lord said, Behold, they are one people, and they have all one language, and this is only the beginning of what they will do, and nothing that they propose to do will now be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language so that they may not understand one another's tongue. So here again is another emergency meeting that the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit have called. They've gone into the situation room in heaven. They've gone, look, man is has achieved unity to the point where they will be able to do anything that they imagine. Time travel, eternal life, space colonization, anything teleportation. So again, the question I ask you is how close did God make man to himself? Another part of the Bible in the Psalms, it says in Psalm 8 verse 6, you have put all things under his feet, sheep, oxen, the beast of the field, the birds of the air, and the fish of the sea. Whatever has passed along the paths of the sea, all things are under the feet of man and women 
who are made in the image of God. So, again, we are the authority on the earth. And this is confirmed in Psalm 115. It says, the heavens, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth he has given to the children of men. He's given the earth to men. And so today, guys, in in the spirit of grace and truth and love and holiness and every other good thing, I want you to ponder for a moment, just 30 seconds, that you are made in the image of God. You know, why else would the Father crucify his son you know jesus said i lay down my own life you know god so loved the world that he gave his son jesus Thank you, Father, for this incredible revelation that we have become the children of God. John says that all who believed in Jesus, to those people who believed in Jesus, he gave them the authority to become the children of God. You are made in the exact image of God. Genesis 1 says that you Man is made in the image of God. So what I want you to think about is, thank you, Father, for that incredible revelation of the children of God. Thank you, Father. Just hang in there with me for a moment because he's, he's going to drop something into the room. He's going to drop some, some revelation. You know, God just loves you so, so much that he gave his only son because he just really wanted to have a relationship with you and I. He really wanted to to be able to, to come down and to walk together. And I, I look at the wars that are happening at the moment, the displacement of people groups, and and God has given me a great example that, you know, Imagine that Adam and Eve ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So there are clearly dimensions that are beyond our own understanding because we know that we're not we're not God, but we are made in his image. We're like God. We're very 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 similar as I've been explaining. So Adam and Eve they did not have the ability to handle the knowledge of good and evil. God did because God is light and in him there's no darkness at all. God can't be tempted. But man couldn't handle it. So God, in his love, asked us not to eat of the tree. What happened when Adam and Eve ate of that tree was they, it wasn't just the knowledge of good and evil that, that killed them. But it was also that 
act of disobedience, that act of defiance, to disobey God, to break the commandment, to not eat it, they separated themselves from God. He never, you've got to remember that, God never separated himself from us. God has only ever loved us and given to us. He's even his son. He crucified Jesus before the foundation of the world in anticipation, knowing that Adam and Eve were going to sin. But he still allowed us the choice. And you and I have got a choice. Are we going to follow God today? Are we going to receive him? As I said, he is always and only facing us. He's always and only loving us. He's always and only forgiving us and encouraging us and extending his hand of grace to us. We are the ones who turn away from him. So we are the ones who need to seek him. Adam and Eve were like little children. That's why Jesus said, become like little children. Before they sinned, they were like little children. They were naked. They had no idea they were naked. And that is why Jesus is saying things like, you know, the the kingdom belongs to those such as these, because he's restoring our innocence. And even after the rebellion and treason of man, even though we ate of the tree and we died, God and his intention is towards us. Seek him while he may be found. Knock and the door will be opened. Seek and you shall find. Everything God has done for humanity has been generous love and kindness and giving. And this this really is the character of God. His personality, as clearly displayed in the Gospels about Jesus, is love. God is patient. God is kind. God does not envy. God does not boast. He is not proud. He does not dishonor. He is not self-seeking. He is not easily angered. He keeps no record of wrongs. Love delights not in evil, but rejoices in the truth. He always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. God never fails. So, really, we are the ones who are made in the image of God. We are the ones who are included, invited into the family of God. We're not like the angels. God didn't create us like the animals. He didn't create us like the angels, like the four living creatures, like the 24 elders. He made us like him. We are the only ones in creation that are like him, which means we're the only ones. Not The angels cannot relate to God as their father. You've got to understand that. The angels cannot relate to God as as their father. Yes, he's the creator of the angels in the sense that he's their father. But we call God Abba Father. The angels cannot call God Abba Father. You know, I don't understand it, but I'm pretty sure that the seraphim and the cherubim and the four living creatures, they don't call him Abba Father. We are the children out of all creation with all of the different creatures in heaven. And all the different creatures on earth, we are the ones that are the same as our God because he made us in his image. 
I love the the psalm that says we will be like him when we see him. Psalm 17 verse 15 is probably my favorite verse in the entire Bible. It says in Psalm 17 verse 15, As for me, because I am righteous, I will see you. When I awake, I will see face to face and be satisfied. But another version is, As for me, I will be vindicated and I will see your face. When I awake, I will be satisfied with seeing your likeness. Man, these guys got it all wrong. New King James Version. As for me, I will see your face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I awake in your likeness. That's the one. (laughs) Sorry. So when we awake, when we stand before him, we're going to see that we are just like him. And this is what he said. And, And what I'm saying, you know, obviously, that is for those who have been, you know, renewed in their spirit, born again. I'm not saying an evil person is like God, although they are made in the image of God. But when we receive our born-again heart, you see, Jesus said you cannot see the kingdom unless you are born again. Now, being born again is when you're born of the Spirit and your eyes are open. And in that moment, your body is made in the image of God, but your spirit is also made in the image of God. As Paul says, We are one with him in spirit, which is absolutely astonishing. 1 Corinthians 6.17, But whoever is united with the Lord is one with him in spirit. And this absolutely confirms what what Jesus said uh, in John 17-20, where he says, Father, may they be one as we are one. So, again... It's just crazy, right? John seventeen, twenty one. I pray that all of them may be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us so that the world may believe that you sent me. So what's the point? The point of this message is that you are just like your Father God. And you can either be just like the devil if you want to be that way. God's not going to impose. As I said, everything he's doing is towards us, but it's our decision to repent. It's our decision to believe. It's our decision to confess. It's our decision to follow him. It's our decision to knock. It's our decision to ask. It's our decision to be thankful, to praise. He's never, you see, if I was all powerful, if, even if I had millions of dollars, I wouldn't want my friends to know because then my relationship with them would change. They would come to me to solve their problems and to pay their bills. But I'd probably, I'd prefer to keep that a secret so that I could reach out and touch them when I want to for their benefit. I wouldn't want to risk the, the destroying of the relationship. And God is so powerful, he can destroy the universe with one breath. So... He's so kind and so loving that he will not override your will. He can't override your will because that would be abuse. Do you understand? God cannot force you. If you don't want to follow him, he can't make you follow him because he's so powerful that he could do that. 
but he won't do that according to his word, according to his nature, according to his character. Do you understand that? He, he is so powerful that it would be wrong for him to manipulate you. And so he will never do that. He's given you free will. That's why he allowed Adam and Eve to choose to die, to choose to eat. But he loved them so much that he still provided his son, Jesus Christ, that by his blood, the only perfect sacrifice, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the lamb who was slain, that we would be able to exchange his life for our life. You can't kill life. Jesus Christ is life. You can't kill him because he is, he is the life and he is the resurrection. And so if you find yourself in him, you can never die. And I want to encourage you to do that. I just want to finish that, that uh, parallel or, or um, analogy that, that the people you know in Gaza, for example, that have been displaced. There are many uh, people groups that are displaced right now. There are 37 million people in the world right now who are like refugees. We were like that before we got born again in our own country. So man is like a refugee on the earth in this desert land, barren land, nowhere to live, no house, no father. And then when we receive Christ, we get a new citizenship. We become citizens of heaven. You know, these people who are leaving their countries and whether it's Ukrainians or or people leaving their country, they're going to another country, then they have to ask for citizenship because they're orphans. They, they are without country. They are without rights, in a sense. They don't have the protection of their government anymore because in some of these cases, their governments are dissolved, don't exist. So imagine the whole earth is like a displaced people group. The whole earth is a displaced people group as a result of Adam and Eve's sin. And then Jesus comes because he is the embodiment of the kingdom. He is a living, walking realm. He is the kingdom of God, you know, physically in, in, and manifest. And when we receive him, we step into the kingdom. We get our citizenship. So we're still living in this barren land. We're still living on this fallen earth. It's still under the control of the evil one. It's, it's a war zone praise God. But we now have an ambassador. We now have an embassy. We now have a passport. We now have a military. So it's like the, the UN comes in, not that I, just an analogy, not that I necessarily agree with any particular nation, state or government body. But what I'm saying is the kingdom of heaven comes in to the war zone with its troops. They're called the, the military. They're called the host of heaven. Jesus is referred to as the Lord of angel armies, the host of heaven, the myriad angels, 10,000 times 10,000. That's a big number. So these angels are physically and spiritually on the earth. And now you are on the earth. You are marked by God as a son. You are going to inherit all things. It is inevitable you are sealed with the promise of the Holy Spirit. You are again, you now know that you are like your father. You're not like the devil and his people who do his will. You are like the father God 
who is love and kindness and patience and self-control, and you do his will. Where you were a slave of sin, now you're a slave of righteousness. And you can run any time into the embassy. The embassy is the church. You can run to the embassy for help. You can run to the embassy for care, for to be equipped, to be trained, you know, for prayer requests. And you can ask your Father for resources that heaven would answer. Jesus said, whatever you ask, you will receive. Whatever you loose will be loosed. Whatever resources you need on earth, ask heaven and it will be given to you. Whatever you bind on earth, it will also be bound in heaven. In other words, there's a your kingdom, although it has not fully come, even though it's still separated from this earth in that it's in heaven, you represent that kingdom. And you can bind on earth as it is in heaven. You can loose on earth as it is in heaven. That you are authorized to, to, to take the resources of heaven and bring them to the earth. You're in an incredible battle, but so is God. And the last enemy to be defeated is death. God is going to destroy death, but we're not going back to the garden. We're going to a far greater place. When we see him and we are like him and we go, my God, I'm just like your, I'm just like my father. Jesus said that. He said, he said, be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. He said, I give you the authority to forgive sin. Can you, who can forgive sin but God? Yet he gave us his authority to forgive sin. He gave us the authority to be the sons of God. I know you get it now. We are in the family of God. This is the good news of the kingdom. The good news of the kingdom is the good news that you can be in the kingdom. It's the good news that you're no longer living in a war zone as a refugee and an orphan. You are now returned to the family of God, which means you own everything. There's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. The sun will be Jesus himself. The moon will be Jesus himself. We're going to live forever. We're going to rule with him. The Bible says we are kings and priests, and we will reign on the earth. So we are really excited to be one with him. Don't be discouraged when things don't seem to work out. That's why we we as sons and daughters we need to set our eyes on things above. We need to pray because we are the citizens who petition heaven for answers in the same way that a, that a citizen votes and their government, you know, in theory, obeys them and, and, and writes laws and, and, and assigns resources according to the people's request. We request resources of heaven and he answers you can't do it alone. You need people around you. And that is the church, which is the embassy on the earth. But don't worry, there's a new Jerusalem that's going to land. There's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. And we are going to be one with God. We are going to be so satisfied when we awake in his likeness. Thank you so much, guys. You might want to sign up to my YouTube channel, Kingdom Dynamics uh, on YouTube under my name. The links are in the show notes. Bye for now.
Father God, I just pray for everyone listening today that you would make them into the image of your Son. That is the most glorious thing that could ever happen, is that we would be like our brother Jesus Christ. So we repent of all of our unbelief, of all of our sin. We release every one of all the judgments we've made, Father God. We're sorry for judging other people. Only you can judge. And Paul said he doesn't even judge himself. We repent, Lord. We accept Jesus Christ. We exchange our life for his right now. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that he rose from the dead and he will come again soon. Come, Lord Jesus. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Woo! Amen. Bye for now. I'll post this song in the show notes.